0: California's public schools are as diverse as the state of California. We know that there's gaps. We have seen those over time.
1: It's hard when you're working to implement something that's still being designed.
0: I think now it's like real, right? This just got real. Join us on a journey into school communities, big and small, to discover how educators in California are tackling issues of equity and school improvement. This is,
2: this
3: is,
4: this is the California School Field Trip
0: a podcast brought to you by the California Collaborative for Educational Excellence. I'm your host, Anna Tantakoulos, CCEE Senior Manager of Communications. This month, the CCEE is excited to launch an ongoing podcast series spotlighting school districts in California we are recognizing as Models of Continuous Improvement. The CCEE considers these districts as models because they exemplify the state's fresh new approach to education. Four years ago, under the old accountability system, individual schools were mostly recognized as being outstanding, based largely on student test scores at a single point in time. But now, California's new accountability system is all about multiple measures, which means a number of factors, not just test scores, are used to understand the true performance of a district or school. There's also a big focus on improvement over time. Suji Shin is the CCEE's Deputy Executive Director. She's helping to lead a research team in identifying models of continuous improvement across the
5: state. And so really moving away from, again, a one-time acknowledgement of incredible success to really thinking about what does that sustained improvement look like, even if that improvement is incremental at times. Shin
0: says the CCEE is partnering with WestEd, a nonprofit research organization, in identifying these models. The goal is to help educators across
5: the state learn from the success of an individual district. Understanding and unpacking a little bit what true sustained improvement looks like. What's actually happening on the ground in the district, in schools, in classrooms, and what has the district done to support that work? So in this episode, we
0: highlight the very first district to be identified as a model of continuous improvement, the Chula Vista Elementary School District. The city of Chula Vista is located in South San Diego County, just seven miles from the U.S.-Mexico border, one of the busiest border crossings in the world. On the other side is Tijuana, and many families in Chula Vista have deep ties to all of Mexico and pass through on a weekly or daily basis. The Chula Vista Elementary School District is one of the largest elementary school districts in the state. Roughly 30,000 students attend school here. The majority are Latino, and many come from low-income families. About one-third are English learners. Some school leaders might consider that to be a challenge, but Superintendent Francisco Escobedo says it's a strength.
2: Well, we refuse to look at that as a deficit model. You know, we, we definitely see it as a growth model. Learning another language, learning another culture, learning together.
0: We'll hear more from Superintendent Escobedo, but before we go any further, let's address some data questions head on, like how the CCEE and WestEd identified this and other districts as models of continuous improvement. For that, let's quickly bring in the CCEE's Suji Shin once again. She says the data crunching process began about a year ago. Researchers first analyzed two specific indicators on the California school dashboard.
5: We initially started with students with disabilities and suspension rates, and we did that for a few reasons.
0: Let's start with suspension rates. The state has been tracking that dashboard indicator longer than the others, so there's simply more suspension rate data to make comparisons over time. The suspension rate of students with disabilities was examined because most districts are struggling to meet the needs of these young people. If a district is seeing improvements among its students with disabilities, that's a big deal. Chula Vista Elementary School District and a few others stood
5: out for that reason. We did take a look across all of the years of data possible. About five years worth of data. And started to take a look at where we saw districts that continued to improve over time.
0: Researchers also made sure the districts they were looking at reflected the state as a whole in terms of demographics. Then, they actually visited these districts and spent time interviewing school leaders.
5: And then, ultimately, coming in and conducting several school site visits where we actually saw what this looked like in action in classrooms and schools.
0: Finally, it became clear. The Chula Vista Elementary School District is pioneering practices and those practices grew out of a very intentional process to improve outcomes for each and every student. At the district level, school leaders have embraced two approaches. The first, shared decision-making, which means district officials truly empower principals and teachers to design strategies that work best for their students. The second approach is relationship building, between teachers and students, and really between all adults in the system. Now let's go back to Chula Vista's superintendent, Francisco Escobedo, who says, collaboration is at the heart of this school district.
2: Part of our DNA of our organization. And it is my belief that I myself, as an individual that may know something, but as a collective, we know a lot more. And as a collective, we can create synergy.
0: But Escobedo says it didn't happen overnight. Chula Vista's school improvement journey began in 2015, four years ago. At the time, the district was grappling with persistent achievement gaps. State and local data showed Chula Vista's students with disabilities were struggling the most. Instead of coming up with another list of quick solutions... Escobedo created what he called the design team, a broad stakeholder group made up of parents, educators, labor leaders, and even business leaders. Together, they dug into the data. They found language disabilities were the most common disabilities among Chula Vista students.
2: And through, I could think, countless weeks or months, we developed an amazing, elegant focus on high-impact language strategies.
0: In other words, strategies that intentionally get students to speak, read, and write on their own and within small and large groups on a daily basis throughout the school day. The design team believed this focus on language development would help meet the needs of all its students, but especially students with disabilities and the district's large number of English learners.
2: Whether you're on the west side or east side or north or south, there should be a connection to that instructional focus.
0: But the human connection was just as important to the design team. The group wanted the district to seamlessly integrate social and emotional learning with high-impact language strategies. The district looked to its teachers and principals and asked for help. It was the first time officials acted on this idea of shared decision-making. Gloria Ceriza is the district's executive director of curriculum instruction and assessment. She says this approach has been a game changer.
1: Over the years, I've learned that there's a lot of value in flattening a hierarchy. There's a lot of value in just stepping back and listening to what's really happening in the classroom, how do we really support our leaders, what is it that the needs of our children are, and how do we, not me, come up with the answers, or not look to the superintendent to come up with the answers, but how do we work
0: together? Superintendent Escobedo refers to shared decision making as interdependence.
2: And that feeling of interdependence is very critical because I don't want to hear it's an us versus them. It is all us. We're here in the same boat. And if you don't like where us is going, tell us why and how can we improve?
0: Okay, so let's review Chula Vista's pioneering practices at the district level before we move on. First, district leaders embraced this idea of shared decision making and focused on relationship building. Next, the superintendent formed the Design Team, a broad stakeholder group that helped to uncover solutions as a team. That engagement set a new course for the district, one that centers on social emotional learning and language development. Now, we visit a school to understand how all of this translates into the classroom. Let's go to Otai Elementary, one of 50 campuses in Chula Vista.
3: and loud, okay? Alright. So, eyes to Andrea. Are you ready? All
0: right. Andrea. One thing that makes Otai Elementary School so unique is its attention to the learning environment. So let's start there to learn how this school combines social-emotional learning with language development. Almost every square inch of wall space on campus, in classrooms, hallways, and offices, are covered with huge, colorful posters and charts highlighting sentence frames, vocabulary words, and academic language. Student essays, artwork, and projects also grace the walls. We like to think of our environment as another teacher. That's Monica Castillo, Otai's principal. She says creating a, quote, print-rich environment is a high-impact language strategy that's on full display for all students to see. So we try
3: to make sure that what is currently being taught is available so that they can access it, and also to have them to just continuously remind them that that they have these vocabulary words, that they know these things.
0: At the same time, teachers spend a lot of time making their classrooms feel comfortable and cozy. They say that supports the social-emotional well-being of students. Some teachers dim the lights and use aromatherapy, Others let their students grab big cushions and settle into corners with their laptops. Still, other teachers have no traditional desks at all. Instead, furniture donated from local thrift stores serve as desks and chairs. Castillo says the goal is to make sure students feel safe, calm, and ready to learn. When she steps into one of the classrooms here...
3: The first thing I notice is the vibe in general. That will give me a clue to the type of relationship that the teachers have with the kids.
0: Once again, it was four years ago when Chula Vista was grappling with a persistent achievement gap. Students with disabilities were struggling the most. School surveys also found that kids in general didn't feel understood or recognized by their teachers. And students had trouble communicating their feelings and emotions. Castillo says... Paying special attention to a school's learning environment allows students and teachers to connect in more meaningful ways, leading to a deeper level of teaching and learning. Kids
3: everywhere need relationships, and kids everywhere need support with social intelligence, emotional intelligence, and I knew that that was the foundation for solid
0: academic achievement. Castillo became Otay's principal about the same time the district adopted its new instructional focus on social-emotional learning and high-impact language strategies. She herself is a devoted practitioner of social-emotional learning, also known as SEL, but says it was tough for teachers here at first because they'd been trained to just focus on test scores. Castillo says she had to make a strong case for incorporating SEL into their work.
3: I started with neuroscience because I, having had the experience of rolling it out at another school, I knew that a lot of people, without the neuroscience, a lot of people felt that it was fluff and that it was just kind of hippy-dippy stuff when we're talking about mindfulness and all this kind of stuff. So I knew that I needed to back it up with science.
0: She also provided, and still provides, extra training for teachers, lots of collaboration time, and additional support, like full-time SEL counselor Rosemary Gonzalez. So you'll see me in the classrooms teaching emotional regulation, teaching empathy, teaching anger management, teaching problem-solving skills. It just depends whatever the teachers requested. Um, I'll also be in the classroom teaching Zones of Regulation. These Zones of Regulation is one of several strategies at Otai that connects SEL to language development. Every day at the beginning of class, students are asked to do what's called a zone check-in by using this sentence frame. I am in the blank zone because they fill in that blank with a color which expresses their mood. Let's step into Connie Lopez's first grade class and hear this in action. About 20 kids are sitting in a circle. Miss Lopez dims the lights. Today
4: I'm in the green zone because I'm happy because yesterday I went to the beach.
0: So green is when you're happy or calm. Yellow means you're anxious or excited. Red is when you're angry or frustrated. And blue when you're tired or sad. The CCEE's Ronnie Jones, who organized a learning visit to Otai, says it's a subtle yet powerful approach because kids identify their emotions, but they also learn new vocabulary words and concepts.
1: They are practicing their vocabulary. They are able to express themselves more clearly. Um, they are able to rely on their peers and um, really understand how what they're saying about their feelings for the day connect to how they're going to be as a learner that day.
4: Today I'm in the yellow zone because I'm excited. I'm excited because it's my brother's birthday. Today I am in the blue zone because I'm tired. My sister wakes me up so early.
0: From a strictly social-emotional perspective, this grounding exercise is critical, says Oti's counselor Rosemary Gonzalez. That's because some kids may appear okay on the outside, but on the inside they're hurting. Many of them, more than I would like, are at risk for suicide and self-harm because they've been through assessment, you know, they've made comments and expressed the desire to want to kill themselves or not wake up tomorrow. And then through the assessment and through you know my counseling with them, it comes out that there is trauma. Remember, these are elementary school kids. The oldest group of students are sixth graders, just 11 or 12 years old. The trauma that some kids deal with varies from violence at home or in the neighborhood to having loved ones arrested or deported. For kids with serious issues, Gonzalez offers one-on-one counseling. This is their safe place. This is where they're seeing their friends and having, you know, a stable adult. Back in Mrs. Lopez's first grade class, they've transitioned from their zone check-in to a quick morning meditation, another approach that mixes social-emotional learning with language development. Ms. Lopez logs onto her computer and hits play
4: as you take your next breath in and out, remembering how it feels to love and be loved.
0: Her group of six and seven-year-olds close their eyes and take deep breaths.
2: Deep breathing in and out.
0: This guided meditation is an online program, another consistent tool and strategy used in all Otai classrooms helping students prepare their brains for learning.
4: As you take your next breath in and out, remembering how it feels to love and be loved.
0: Let's highlight one more high impact language strategy that includes elements of social emotional learning. This one is called collaborative conversations. To hear that, we step into one of Otai's kindergarten classrooms.
3: Yep, you are next. Are you ready, Adam? Can you share with me, how do you guys sort your shapes?
0: Collaborative Conversations is all about getting students to practice their oral communication skills within small and large group settings on a daily basis. Today, teacher Zarena Velazquez sits in the middle of a U-shaped table and asks a small group of kids to explain how they grouped geometric objects on the table.
4: We pitted by circles
3: and triangles, squares, and rectangles.
0: Beautiful. Did she repeat it correctly, the information that you guys gave yeah.
3: her? Yeah. Yes. So boys this
0: approach looks and sounds different at every grade, but the overall approach is the same. Students thoughtfully ask and respond to questions based on a series of sentence frames. Velazquez says kids also tend to comprehend more when they connect and engage with each other as learners. That's the social-emotional connection.
3: It's amazing how some of them go like, oh, teacher, yes, I got it. and Or I understand it better because they were able to teach it
0: with each other. And in kindergarten, the repetition of sentences is a big part of the strategy.
3: Say it with me one more time. We sort. We sort. By shape. By shape. By color. By color. By and by, by size. Size. Yes, one more time. We sort. We sort. By shape. By shape. By color.
0: color. And that's the excitement of a teacher, knowing her students are becoming much more comfortable and familiar communicating on their own and with each other. Okay, so here's another rundown of strategies we heard at Otai. First, the school created a print-rich yet comfortable learning environment. Second, teachers use zones of regulation and morning meditations, which expose students to new words and concepts while also helping them identify and express their emotions. And third, teachers also use collaborative conversations, which gets kids to communicate and learn among one another. So far, we've heard from Chula Vista district leaders, educators at this school. Now let's hear from a student at Otai who's had one amazing year thanks to her sixth grade teacher. We'll also learn a bit more about this approach of shared decision-making from a teacher's point of view. Sixth grade can be a tough time. There's peer pressure, kids want to fit in. Combine that with other life stressors, and sometimes showing up to school just doesn't matter anymore. But for Melanie Torres, a sixth grader at Otay Elementary, this has been one of the best years of her young life. I love it. It's amazing. Melanie says the social-emotional learning at this school allows her and her classmates to be open, honest, and accepting of one another.
4: Uh, It helps me focus. When you're in a good mood or a better mood, you tend to um, do better in your academics and you're excited to learn.
0: Melanie has tackled rigorous coursework, overcome personal challenges, and learned a new way to deal with conflict. It's called Peace Path. When students get into arguments, teachers ask them to take a break, face each other, and dialogue by finishing these three key sentence frames.
4: I don't like it when, you don't like it when I, next time I will.
0: Melanie now even uses this strategy at home.
4: Not so long ago, my parents were arguing. It was funny. And then, so I told them to maybe try the peace path. So um, they tried it and they just started laughing and I solved the problem.
0: Lizette Torres is Melanie's mom. Lizette is one of Otai's biggest fans because she's seen the changes in Melanie and in her son, who also goes to school
5: here. Like I see my kids, how they speak, how they're so positive, how they're so um, confident and, and they know how to express their feelings and when they um, have to talk about their feelings, they do. As for Melanie, she
0: says another reason why this year has been amazing, her sixth-grade teacher, Jacqueline Evangelou.
4: She's very enthusiastic and really believes in me. She's always <laughs> there for me. She's always making sure that i like I'm doing a good job, and even if I don't, she's like telling me I can do better, like it's fine. I'll remember her for the rest of my life because I'll always feel that enthusiasm in me and always continue to grow and just believe in myself.
0: And that, right there, is what Chula Vista now considers a success. When a meaningful student-teacher relationship encourages a bright young person to do more and be more. I love who they are and how they are. That's Jacqueline Evangelou, Melanie's teacher, talking about all the students she's had over the years. I think the community
1: we have set up here at Otay allows for getting to know your students. It's hard not to when you're asking them questions every day and everybody's sharing their most intimate feelings and thoughts, and it's it's pretty neat.
0: Evangelou's class is perhaps one of the most peaceful classes at the school. Instead of using the classroom's harsh fluorescent lights, she plugs in a string of white Christmas lights, which are draped from the walls. So in this dimly lit class, Evangelou also speaks in hushed tones as she works with each student one-on-one.
1: 1958, and you put it there so you would map it out. And then when they ask you those questions, you'll be able to go back and you'll be like, I have it right here on good authority that this happened in 1858, or this happened second door.
0: Evangelou loves the district's new approach to teaching and learning because it focuses on the whole child. Before, she says, it was all about test scores. Um, when you walked into the room, on their desks,
1: there were their scores and their levels. And everything was um, about test prep, and um, we really weren't tending to anything except for
0: the academic And even with that focus, she says students were still not making big gains. Now she's seeing more and more of her students succeed. Evangelou says the district's approach of shared decision making makes all the difference. That's because principals and teachers are in the driver's seat, helping design practices and strategies that work best for their students. Teachers also play an influential role in shaping ongoing district-wide trainings. It's infectious.
1: So if I'm really into using the strategy for writing and then I tell you about it, and if I'm really into it, you're like, oh, well, this is probably pretty cool. I'm going to check it out. If you have someone above you telling you what to do who's not even in a classroom, the the buy-in is, is way, way less. Also, teachers need to know that things... Um, they need to make sense, and they need to work, and it kind of needs to be, it needs to come from someone who has experienced it.
0: And so in Chula Vista, school leaders often become the learners in the continuous improvement process. And as more educators and researchers look to the district for ideas, Otay principal Monica Castillo says teachers are finally getting the credit they deserve. I really believe I have some of the
3: hardest working teachers who put their heart and soul into their classrooms. And when someone recognizes that, it just, it's a dopamine boost. It gives you some intrinsic motivation and it just keeps
0: them wanting to push forward. That passion to collectively get the work done is yet another reason why the Chula Vista Elementary School District is recognized as a model of continuous improvement in California says Suji Shin, CCEE's Deputy Executive Director.
5: It's not about somebody coming in and telling them what to do, but it truly is about, as a team, working together to understand what their challenges are, to help collectively remove barriers and obstacles, and think about what additional resources they need to bring in to meet the needs of each and every one of their students. And to me, that's the California way.
0: And Chula Vista Superintendent Francisco Escobedo says the district plans to live by the California way as it continues to evolve.
2: And I really do believe that it's an amazing renaissance that we're seeing in this community that hopefully could be a a place where other cities can learn from. You know, if it's a possibility in a border town, right? Uh, Five minutes away from the border of Mexico It can be done anywhere.
0: We want to thank the educators, students, and parents in Chula Vista for helping us tell their story. And stay tuned for part two of this special podcast series. We'll follow four educators from different parts of the state as they embark on a learning visit in the Chula Vista Elementary School District what best practices motivate or inspire them and what could they replicate in their own school communities that's next time on the California School Field Trip i'm your host Anna Tintocolis thanks for listening